This program is presented by CreamCityUSA.com. Kraft presents The Great Gildersleeve. <laughs> week at this time from Hollywood, California, Kraft presents Harold Perry as the Great Gildersleeve, written by Leonard L. Levinson. We'll hear from the Great Gildersleeve in just a moment. But first, times like these call for real thrift. Yes, we must save money to buy defense bonds, to help in any way we can. But we must be careful to economize wisely, especially when we economize on food, because the health and well-being that comes from nourishing food are vitally important, too. That's why delicious parquet margarine, the modern margarine made by Kraft, is a good thing to know about these days. First, parquet is so good-tasting, your family will want to spread it thick on toast, hot rolls, and bread. And parquet margarine is an economical source of food values important to a balanced diet. Parquet is a wholesome, nourishing food, one of the best sources of food energy there is. What's more, serving your family parquet margarine is a dependable way to give them vitamin A, because every pound of parquet contains 9,000 units of this important vitamin. So why not start serving parquet margarine tomorrow? It's perfectly delicious for table use and for baking and pan frying, too. Yes, you can economize wisely without sacrificing nourishment or flavor if you use parquet, spelled P-A-R-K-A-Y. And now let's visit our friend, the great Gildersleeve. Here you are, Mr. Gildersleeve. I cut your extra large portion of roast on account of you must be extra hungry. Well, why should I be extra hungry, uh, Bertie? Because you didn't touch your soup or your salad. Uh, I know you. You saving up your appetite for the serious bills, the meat and the potatoes. Yes, uh, serious, the meat and potatoes. <laughs> well, to tell the truth, Bertie, I don't think I'll have any. Uh... Uh, you didn't fill up on hot dogs while you was out now, did you? Why, what a question, as if I would. Oh, you didn't, did you, Uncle Moore? Marjorie, do I look like a man who stuffed himself with a lot of sandwiches and soft drinks between meals? Well, Uncle Moore... Uh, uh... Leroy, I was asking your sister Marjorie. <laughs> well... I can tell soon enough. Huh? If you eat your dinner properly, then the suspicions I, I am positive of now will prove to be completely erroneous to my total surprise and everlasting amazement. <laughs> now, Bertie, you're a wonderful cook. You've got a right to be proud of your work, but did it ever occur to you that there might be some other reason why I'm not eating my dinner? Such as, for instance, what? Uh, well, it's, uh, it's like this, uh, Yes, I've got it. Funny how I almost forgot. <laughs> Funny how you just remembered. Uh, what is it, Mr. Gilsey? Well, I suppose I should have told you about this before, but I've gone on a diet. A diet? A diet, for heaven's sake. It was kind of sudden, wasn't it, Unc? Yes. No. It was one of my New Year resolutions. But this is the first you've mentioned it, Uncle Morton. New Year's was on Thursday. Oh, was it? Oh, yes, of course it was. <laughs> it always comes on Thursday, doesn't it? Oh, no, that's Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, I've been thinking it over ever since I made this resolution, and I think I'll try it out for, uh, say, a day or so. Oh, you should try it out longer than that, Uncle Throckmorton. But suppose he gets hungry. Well, of course he'll get hungry. That's the purpose of a diet. Not this one. You see, the real reason... Uh, Leroy, remember the old Chinese saying, small boy who talk big seldom get invited to basketball games second time. (laughs) 
for standing here with this here plate of food in my hand. But is you on this diet or is you isn't? I is, Bertie. I mean, I am. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a delicious-looking dinner, but... Well, you better uh... take it away, Bertie. We must do all we can to help Uncle Mort keep his resolution. <laughs> yes, but I wish I knew more about this diet business ahead of time. It wouldn't have been necessary to practically ruin a perfectly lovely cow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think it's just grand of you to go on this diet, Uncle. Huh? And I'm going to do everything I can to help you stay on it. Oh, well, isn't that nice of you? <laughs> now, if you can't eat, at least you can smoke. You smoke? By George, you're right. And you haven't even started that box of cigars I got you for Christmas. Oh, yes, them. <laughs> oh, where are you going, Marjorie? Bring you those cigars. Oh, my goodness, Leroy. I received some horrible Christmas cigars in my day, but these are a new low. <laughs> it's the first time I've seen cigars made out of cigar coupons. <laughs> Gee, if you don't smoke them, she'll feel bad If I do, I'll feel a lot worse <laughs> I'm telling you, Leroy A single whiff from one of those punk perfectos and, Ah, back already, my dear <laughs> Here they are, Uncle Maud uh-huh. Oh, I just can't wait to see your eyes light up When you light up one of these cigars uh, It looks like you got a glow, Unc <laughs> Well, to tell the truth, Margie, my dear I, uh, I also made a New Year's resolution to curtail my smoking Oh, well, in that case, you can cut these in two what? That way they'll last twice as long. Oh, I, I better save them, Marjorie. I think I'll give up smoking altogether for the time being. That was a smart move, Uncle Mort. Yeah. Well, in that case, I'll just hide the box so you won't be tempted to take any. Oh, you needn't do that, my dear. I feel sure that they're strong enough to keep me at a safe distance. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm strong enough to keep them at a safe distance. Uh, saved by the bell. Oh, Bertie's busy in the kitchen. I'll get it. Yeah. Gee, Uncle, aren't you getting pretty deep with those New Year's resolutions? Well, Leroy, you talk as if I were insincere. Well, are you? Young man, that's neither here nor there. Well, look who's here, Judge Hooker. That old buffalo. See, I hope I haven't come butting into the middle of your dinner, Gildersleeve. Oh, no. In fact, Uncle Mort isn't having any dinner. You aren't, Gildy? What's the matter? Sick? No, I'm not sick. Going on a diet, Judge. Isn't that wonderful? I'd say it is. Why, do you realize that with Gildersleeve here on a diet, this country won't have to worry about a food shortage? (laughs) (laughs) Very funny. I'll bet you put on ladies' hats at parties, too. And not only that, Unc's given up smoking. Oh, now, wait a minute. Don't you know, old man, that if you don't smoke, you're bound to eat more? And if you go on a diet, you'll naturally smoke a lot? You just can't do both of them at once. Hey, I hadn't thought of that. Oh, the ordinary person might not be able to, but Uncle Mort is really a man of iron. Uh, who, me? Yes, you're just a little rusty, that's all. (laughs) Oh, go on. Gildy couldn't keep a resolution like that any longer than Hitler can keep a promise. (laughs) Is that so? Don't judge everybody by the way you judge yourself, Judge. Well, if I wanted to, I could stay on a vegetable diet and keep away from tobacco for, uh, for a whole week. Yes. And lose ten pounds, too. Gildy, it's a good thing for you I'm on the Superior Court bench. Otherwise, I'd make some money betting you you couldn't. Oh, hiding behind your legal gown, eh? Well, it's lucky for you you're not betting. Why? How much would you put up? Uh, any amount of money. Fifty dollars? A hundred dollars. Uh, too bad you're afraid to bet, Judge. Who's afraid? I'll take you up. Yeah, but, but you can't do that. How would it look if anyone found out that a Superior Court judge was gambling? But this isn't gambling, Gildy. It's not? No, this is a sure thing. <laughs> That's what you think, Judge. But here's what I, I'm going to take you to the cleaners. And it's a bet, huh? Yes, sir. No meats, no sweets and cigars, and ten pounds off in a week. Is that right? Right. Shake. Shake. 
Well, this is going to be the easiest hundred dollars I've ever picked up. Don't you think so, Leroy? Don't you think so, Marjorie? Oh, my goodness, I should have gotten odds on this bet. <laughs> Good morning, Bertie Lee Coggins. Better fix a great big breakfast for me. What'd you just say, Miss Gilfley? A uh, lovely day, isn't it? I've got an enormous appetite this morning. You better bring me three or four scrambled eggs and some bacon. Oh, no. I'm in more of a ham mood this morning. Whoa, there, Mr. Gilfleet. Have you forgotten something? Oh, yes, of course, some waffles. No, Uncle Morton. You've forgotten all about your diet. What? Oh, oh, yes. Well, I've changed my mind about that. But you can't, Uncle. You bet Judge Hooker $100, you'd lose 10 pounds inside a week. Oh, yeah, so I did. Well, I fixed a real non-fattening breakfast for you, Mr. Gilfleet. The non-fattening you have? What is it? A nice big glass of hot water and lemon juice. <laughs> what a sour way to start the day. How did I ever get into this? But don't you remember, Uncle? Quiet, Leroy. <laughs> Never mind breakfast, Bertie. I'm going to drive downtown and get to work. But I intend using the car this morning, Uncle Moore. You? What am I supposed to do, walk? Well, of course. The exercise is going to help you lose that 10 pounds. It's exercise? But, but I can't walk all the way downtown, especially on an empty stomach. Oh, yes, you can, Mr. Gilfleet. You just keep your coat buttoned and nobody will notice it. Yeah. Uh, that walk down here sure made me hungry. Uh, oh, miss? Uh, miss? Do you wish for some breakfast? Yes, I want a lot of breakfast. I want a half a grapefruit, a baked apple, a breakfast steak, not too small, and some potatoes. Uh, what kind? Hash brown, french fried, and mashed? Yes. Yes, which? Yes, all three. <laughs> I want some cooked cereal, hot cakes, a pair of eggs, sunny side up, toast and coffee. You got it? Uh, yes, sir. On the number two breakfast? Yes, on the number two breakfast. Oh, I'm sorry, sir, but all that doesn't come down on the number two breakfast. Yeah. You could have it on the number six breakfast, except it come cheap a la carte. Well, all right, let me have it any way I can get it, just so it's quick. And, miss, yes. uh, bring me a glass of hot water and lemon juice. Put it down right here in front of me so I can sneer at it. Yes, sir. Hmm, some people. Uh-huh. Well, uh, I hope she hurries. My stomach feels like an Arizona rain barrel in July. I'm telling you, for the last time, Irwin, not another dollar until... Hello. What are you doing here, Gildersleeve? What? Uh, oh, hello, Judge Hooker. Well, I never expected to see you here. I'll bet you didn't. What are you doing here? Well, I uh, just dropped in for, uh, let me see. Oh, yes, uh, for a glass of hot water and lemon juice. Oh, well. Gildersleeve, I want you to meet my brother-in-law, Irwin Pidge. Who? Irwin, this is Throckmorton P. Gildersleeve. The pleasure's all mine. Yes, please. <laughs> Well, uh, don't let me detain you. I'll see you soon, Judge. What are you so nervous about, Gildy, old pal? Who, me? Oh, I'm not nervous. Not a bit, not a bit, not a bit. Oh, yes, you are. Otherwise, why are you putting salt on your finger? If what? Oh, I thought it was celery. Oh, <laughs> oh you're a case, Gildy. Uh, Isn't he, Irwin? Yeah, he acts as if he's got a guilty conscience. <laughs> you kiss your... Guilty conscience. It is what is known as a play on words. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> we know, Erwin. 
Say, you are acting rather suspicious, Throckmorton. Uh, who, me? Yes, you. Now, you're not trying to cover up something like going off that diet and losing the bet, are you? Why, Judge Hooker, how can you think of a thing like that? Uh, excuse me, mister. How do you have it? Rare, medium, or well done? Uh, oh, uh, bring me the lemon juice and water. Well done, please. Oh, but I didn't mean the lemon juice and water. I meant the... Oh, lemon... yes, the toast. Well, I'll have mine rare, yes. Now, run along, girl, and tell the chef. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Gildersleeve, this looks mighty fishy. Now, Judge. I'd like to stick around a while and see just what you have ordered. And now, Judge. However, I'd be late for court, so I have to leave. Now, Judge? Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Gildersleeve. Uh, goodbye, Hooker. Come on, Erwin. Yeah. Oh, say, there's an idea. Oh, me? Yes, you. I got a job for you, Irwin. Stick around with Gildersleeve here for the next few days. Now, wait a minute. What's the big idea? I want Irwin here to see that you stick to the terms of our bet. But, but Judge, don't you trust me? Well... Then why waste Irwin's valuable time? Oh, he hasn't anything else to do, have you, Irwin? Not until a baseball season starts anyways. Oh, uh, are you a player? No, but I'm a sort of celebrity in my own right. Oh. Hey, did you ever go out to the ballpark and hear the guy who sits over near third base and yells, throw that bum out? Oh, is that you? No. I'm the guy what sits in back of him and yells down, shut up, you louse. <laughs> You stay around Mr. Gildersleeve for the next few days, Erwin. And remember, if he smokes or goes off his vegetable diet, that means he loses his bet. Yes. Okay, Judge, I'll keep my eye on him. You can rest insured. Yes. <laughs> Bye, Gildy. Watch your step now, or that hundred smackers is mine. Yes. Hey, he's a great guy, that Judge. The salt of the earth. The very salt. Yes. Hey, what's so great about the salt of the earth anyways? The salt, salt. Well, sit down, Irwin. I'll try to explain. Yeah. Salt of the earth. You see, in ancient times... Oh, excuse me, please. Here you are. Oh, oh, no. Uh, that's not for me, lady. Uh, this is all for my friend here. All I want is this glass of hot water and lemon juice. Uh, don't I? <laughs> uh, pitch in, Irwin. For me? Say, I'm going to like this job. <laughs> Mr. Gildersleeve, but I still don't get it. What's so extra special about the salt of the earth? Uh, look, Irwin, you followed me around for two days, haven't you? Yeah, two days and two nights. And during most of that time, I've tried to explain it to you, haven't I? Uh-huh. And you still don't understand, do you? Uh-uh. Well, let's skip it. It's a mere bag of tell. Oh, that's a good one. What's that? Well, it's French, and it means, Irwin, wouldn't you be happier in some cozy, warm pool room? Oh, no, I like being with you. It reminds me of the time I was a deputy sheriff. <laughs> oh, you were a deputy sheriff. Mm. The judge's influence, no doubt. Yeah, I used it to take prisoners up to the state pen until I had my accident. Oh, you had an accident. Mm. What happened? Well, one of the prisoners stole my badge and had me locked up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, where are you going now, Mr. Gillisleep? I'm going right here to the YMCA. Mm? I'm thinking of taking some reducing exercises. You want to wait outside? No, I'll come along with you. Well, I was afraid of that. Oh, look, they got a pool table. <laughs> oh, maybe I can promote myself a game, huh? Yes, sir, and maybe you can. You stick around here while I go into the gymnasium. Hey, say, fellas, how about letting me join you? All right, class, all right. All together now. A one, a two, a right, a left, a shot, 
the door. Oh, what are you? You want seven, eight. Uh, come on, speak up. I came to see about my weight. Uh, down, up, uh, straight, a uh, stoop. Why don't you join our fat men's group? Uh, now, see here, mister. I'm not that fat, and I didn't come here to be insulted. Goodbye. A one, a two, huh? a three, a four. You're going out the wrong door. Yeah. What do you mean? Now, now fast. The boys, don't dilly, dally. Why, sir, that door is in the alley. It, it does? Well, splendid. Now I can dodge a pest that's been bothering me. A one, a two. Goodbye to you. Uh, free at last. Now for the nearest cigar store. Hey, Mr. Gillis, please. Hey, wait for me. Oh, jumping jeeps, Irwin. Say, this is just like being a dippity sheriff again. Uh, Irwin, weren't you playing pool? With them guys? They was playing for matches. Yes. <laughs> hey, n- now tell me, what's with the salt of the yoit? What makes it better like the salt of the sea, for instance? Yeah. Excuse me, Miss Marge, but I fixed Mr. Gill's sleeves dinner. An imitation porterhouse steak made out of roasted peanuts and dandelion greens. You think he'll eat it? Oh, I don't know, Bertie. What does it taste like? Tastes like roasted peanuts and dandelion greens. Oh, poor Uncle Mort. I think he'd break down and cry if we could slip him a pork chop when that Irwin wasn't looking. Gee, I wish this whole business was over. Uncle Mort isn't any fun anymore. When he isn't groaning and complaining, he's mad at everybody or, or trying to tear the telephone book in two. Well, I tried to get Mr. Gillsleeve to give up that uh, diet he his, but he's stubborner than a balky mule caught in a tar pit on a hot afternoon. Why, that man, oh, there he is now. Everybody take to the cyclone cellar. Uh, good afternoon, everybody. Hello, Bertie. How are you, my boy? And Marjorie. You're even more beautiful than usual, my dear. Uh-oh, something's wrong. Yeah, huh? Jill, do you feel all right? Yes. yes. Maybe you'd like to rest a while, Uncle Moore. Nonsense. I never felt better. You know what happened? That Irwin, who's been shadowing me, had to go home. He's got a stomach ache. Yeah, now, maybe I can have a decent meal at last. Well, thank goodness. I've just been itching to fix you some nutriment that don't taste like sawdust. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I can throw that imitation steak and fix you a real good one. Yeah, that's right. And some biscuits and jam. And a hunk of pie. And hurry up, Bertie. Yes, I'm going. Yeah. I better catch the door on the way. Yeah. Oh, hello. Yeah, hurry up, Bertie. Uh, yes, Mr. Gillsleeve. I'm going to get you that roast peanut and dandelion green steak right now. Yeah, Bertie, what do you mean? We got a visitor, and it's Judge Hooker. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, hello there, Gildersleeve. Yeah. Irwin phoned me. He was too sick to stay with you, so I came right over myself. Why, Judge? Because I have a sneaking suspicion that you're responsible for Irwin's stomachache. Look out, Uncle Moore. Here comes another sled. Uh, yeah. We... Uh... Better get over to the other side of the road, Leroy. Yeah. Gee, they got a horse to pull theirs. Yes, I wish we had. You getting tired, Unc? Oh, no, I... I can... <laughs> I can go on a while, Leroy. Oh, boy, I think this is fun. Yes, you would. <laughs> but to tell the truth, I... I don't think I'm going to lose any weight this way unless I freeze it off. What's the matter, Aunt Cole? Not any longer, Leroy. I'm... I'm numb. 
I hope I'll be able to get my nose defrosted. Wait till we get to the top of this hill, Uncle Mort. It'll be keen sliding down. Well, I, I don't know if we're going to get to the top, my boy. This sled is a pretty heavy load. Oh, no, it isn't, Unc. Oh, yes, it is. How about us two changing places? But why? Well, I feel sort of funny sitting on this sled while you pull me all the way up the hill. <laughs> you are, waitress. Uh, have you brought everything I ordered? Uh, yes, sir. Here it is. Uh, Cream of mushroom soup. Good. Lobster salad. Mm-hmm. Filet of sole. Yeah, with marjorie sauce. Chicken a la king. My favorite fowl. Uh, baked potatoes. Yeah, big ones, too. Artichoke. Artichoke. And black bottom pie with whipped cream. Oh, boy. Say, how about the cream corn? Oh, right here, sir. Uh, at last. For the first time in days, I'll really be able to give my bike cuspids a romp. And am I going to make up for all those meals I've been missing? Huh? What's that? Uh, who's there? Uncle Mort! Uncle Mort, wake up! What? It, where am I? You're still in bed and it's half past nine already. Get up, Uncle Mort! <laughs> oh, Leroy, why did you have to knock at that moment? I was just about to have a dream of a dinner. <laughs> big box for, Uncle Mort? Oh, that's a steam cabinet, Marjorie. What you gonna steam, Unc? Me. <laughs> I'm gonna lose that ten pounds if I have to poach myself parboiled. Well, I'd, be, I'd be careful if I were you, Uncle. Oh, it's so simple, Leroy could operate it. Gee, can I? In a moment. Now run along, Marjorie, while we try it out. All right, but don't try to lose too much at once, Uncle. Yeah. How much weight have you lost so far, Uncle? Well, I don't know quite for sure, Leroy. These bathroom scales have such small figures... It's hard to read from where I stand. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to read around a curve, too. What do you mean, Leroy? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, my chest does get in the way a little. <laughs> Why don't you step on the scales now and I'll read the figures? Oh, a capital idea, Leroy. Yeah. Careful. Yeah? There, it, it reads 213. Oh, my goodness. I've taken on weight, not off. Are you sure? If sure, I'm sure. Here, hold my robe, Leroy. I'm getting into this steam box right now. Yeah. Now, now please turn that knob on the side, Leroy. Like this? Yeah. Uh, I can feel the weight dropping off already. Uh, turn it on some more, Leroy. Okay. <laughs> it's foggy, isn't it? What? <laughs> Don't turn it on anymore. I can't hear you. What did you say? <laughs> it don't turn it on anymore. Oh, more. Oh. Now stop, Leroy. It feels like I'm on fire. Fire? Okay. Oh, not fire. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Hey, what's the trouble, Unc? What's cooking? I am. <laughs> it turned down the steam. I can't. It's so foggy. I can't find the knob. Uh, open the door and let me out. Well, if you hurry up, Leroy, I'm roasting. Do something. Oh, gee whiz, what do I do? Get a plumber? No, get a doctor. <laughs> I never heard of such foolishness in all my experience. Yes, doctor. A man your size and shape, Gildersleeve, trying to boil himself down to skin and bones. I did? And you, Judge Hooker. 
trying to gamble your friend's health away. I'm sorry. I never thought it would come to this. Why, as a result of this foolish wager, Mr. Gildersleeve is not only suffering from malnutrition, nervous exhaustion, and anemia, but also from blisters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish I'd never made that bet. Would it make you feel any better if I called it off, Gildy, old man? It would it. That's the nicest thing that's happened to me in a week. And it's mighty sporting of you, Judge Hooker. And better rest now, Gildersleeve. I'll be back tomorrow. Come on, Judge. All right. Goodbye, Throckmorton. I'll phone to find out how you're getting along. Yeah, thanks, Judge. Goodbye, Doc. Goodbye. Uh, (laughs) Leroy. Yes, Uncle Mort. How are you feeling? Much better. The judge just canceled our bet. Gee, that means you saved $100. Yes. But I still can't understand why I gained weight. I dieted and exercised. I didn't smoke. And yet I went up from 225 when I began to 230 now. Oh, no, no, you don't weigh 230. I said 213. What? You mean I lost 12 pounds? Where's that Judge Hooker? Wait till I get my hands on that little welcher. I'll kill him. Great Gildersleeve will be with us again in a few minutes. But first, these days it's more important than ever to know the facts about the foods you buy. So here are a few facts about parquet margarine made by Kraft so you can judge its goodness yourself. First, parquet margarine is a wholesome vegetable margarine made of refined American vegetable oils that are highly nutritious and rich in energy value. These oils give parquet margarine its wholesome nourishment and make it one of the best energy foods you can serve. Another thing, parquet margarine is a reliable year-round source of vitamin A. Now, that's important. It means that summer and winter, there are always 9,000 units of vitamin A in every pound of parquet, and never less. As for parquet margarine's flavor, one taste will tell you how delicate and appetizing it is. Kraft, of course, is famous for fine-tasting foods, and parquet is no exception. Yes, thousands of housewives have found that parquet is the margarine with the delicious flavor, grand for table use and for cooking, because it tastes so downright good. Now, nourishing and good tasting as parquet margarine is, it's economical, too. So surely you should try it. Tomorrow, ask for parquet margarine. Just say parquet. P-A-R-K-A-Y. I'm so glad you've given up all those nasty old resolutions. Yes, yeah, so am I, Marjorie. Now, I've got a surprise for you. Oh, surprise? You have? Well, I love surprises. All right. Close your eyes. Yeah, like this? Yes. Now, open your mouth. Uh, like that? Yes. Now, close it again. Yeah. <clears throat> What's this? One of the cigars I gave you for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> now, you can smoke as many as you want. Isn't that dandy? Good night, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Original music heard on this program was composed and conducted by William Randolph. 
This is Jim Bannon speaking for the Kraft Cheese Company and inviting you to be with us again next week at this same time for the further adventures of The Great Gildersleeve. This is the National Broadcasting Company. This is Ajax with a reminder to join us again next time for comedy, music, mystery, and drama on CreamCityUSA.com. Thank you.